Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, and I have a huge smile on my face today because I have done exactly what I'm going to be talking about today, and that's focusing on the process over the outcome. And not just not just why, but how, and not just how, but why, because it, some, some of you, you may feel like you need, you need to understand why uh, before you understand how. Or you may feel the opposite. So I'm going to talk about a little bit of both. Um, but here I am sitting at home. This is going into week two, actually my first full week of full-time, full energy, everything I've got behind this business. And I got to tell you, it is awesomer than I thought. I don't know if awesomer is a word, but it is. And I, this is not my first time being an entrepreneur I've been a, you know, had a home office before, had two prior businesses, and one was a success, one was a failure, and I loved every minute though. I just loved being an entrepreneur. I loved having a home office, and that's that's what I'm doing today. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm actually at my kitchen table. I have an office area that I I usually sit in, but uh, I wanted to move out here where I have a bunch more space. We have a huge kitchen table, and well, we've got four kids, so we have to have a huge kitchen table. And so I'm out here, I'm spread out, I got the windows here, I got my dog sitting right over there, I get to pet him every once in a while, which is always awesome, giving him a little bit of company and he's keeping me company. And this is great. I mean, I just, I, I'm happier than I thought I would be doing this because I'm just putting my full energy behind this, behind the podcast, behind serving my clients and getting out in the community, networking, meeting people. It's just, it's just a blast. Here comes Pax now, my dog. So, hey, buddy. Recording the podcast here. You're part of that. You're part of the show today. So, um, you know, I took off work on Friday. Actually, I worked three days last week on my business because Monday was my last day last week at work. As of recording this, you'll be you'll be listening to this a few days after I record it. But um, you know, went to Pittsburgh, visited my family. Didn't have to take a day off of work. Uh, One of the things I was worried about whenever I was going full-time into this, was missing working as a team. So we had an awesome team at the Virginia Athletics Foundation where I used to work. Just awesome people, awesome team, awesome mission. I, I just love that place, love the people there. And I was worried, man, I'm like, I'm leaving all these awesome people. I'm working by myself now. Uh, am I gonna, how much am I going to miss working as a team? And, and I do. I miss those folks. But I've built other teams. I'm already part of a couple of other groups. One's called F3, which is this men's fitness workout group that I, I work out with these guys probably two, three, sometimes more, two, three times a week. And so I've really connected with a lot of those dudes. And I'm part of Faith Leadership Forum, which is another sort of Christian men's group that uh, anyway, I've been connecting with these two groups here and got some other 
organizations and groups I've been really connecting a lot more with, which has just been so much fun. And the other thing is I don't have to scramble to get the podcast together. I don't have to hide in my car and record my podcast episode early in the morning, sitting in my driveway over lunch break or whenever else I could fit these into my day. I can actually invest more time into the preparation of these and invest more time into getting these out, quality content out to you guys. So uh, that's just a quick update on my end. I am just stoked, more stoked than than you can even imagine. So, um, all right. So let's dive into this. So first of all, if you're interested in getting the action plan from this episode or any of my other episodes, just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, punch in your email address. You'll get access to, gosh, this is what, two hundred, well over 200 episodes I've got published now, probably... 205 or so have action plans and they're just, you know, the cliff notes, you know, one, two, maximum three page PDFs, uh, which is tactical things from each episode that you can take away. There will be one from this episode as well that Lake is going to put together. And so what are we talking about here today? We're talking about the outcome, right? Focusing on the outcome as opposed, I'm sorry, focusing on the process instead of the outcome. So, so many times we get focused on the outcome and how do we let go of that? We want the championship, right? The job, the money, the promotion, the status, the car, the house, the whatever, the fulfillment, the satisfaction, the happiness, right? We want that outcome. So how do we, how do we still want that, but actually be happy now and focus on that process? How do we focus on the here and now and be happy and enjoy that? How do we enjoy this journey while also striving for great things? These are not mutually exclusive. The matter of fact, they if you try to do one and not the other, it just doesn't work. And you know, I always tell young wrestlers that that I coach and that I train, I tell them you can't control winning. You cannot control whether you win or lose. And man, coaches look at me cross-eyed like I have two heads. But here's the deal. You can't. You can control your training, you can control what time you go to bed the night before, you can control the food you eat, you can control if you go to rehab your injuries or not, you can control you know, the words that you're saying to yourself when you step on the mat, you can control all these things, you can't control winning. If you wrestle and compete against rookie, newbie, just learning the sport, you may win, but you can also wrestle terribly. You, you may not wrestle your best match. You, you can wrestle the returning Olympic gold medalist, Jordan Burroughs, Olympic gold medal world champion. How do you wrestle against this guy and focus on the process? Because you might lose. You might wrestle the best match of your career, of your life. You might still lose. So it's not about the outcome. It's about the process. Now, why is that? Like, you, know, you don't talk to a baseball pitcher about a no-hitter or a perfect game when they're like on the brink of that, right? Why? Because maybe because of superstition. Sure, that's one thing. But it also shifts the focus away from the process, which is throwing pitches. It shifts that focus to the outcome, which is the no-hitter. Like You can't throw a no-hitter. You can throw one pitch at a time, one inning at a time. You can only throw your best pitch. You can only do what you're capable of. And this whole episode is about being happy now. It's about savoring the moment, enjoying the struggle, enjoying the journey, enjoying the learning, enjoying the process. In business, they have names for this kind of stuff. There's the lean startup model, right? There's, there's a book called The Lean Startup. It's a great book, Eric Reese. There's in software development, it's called agile development. 
The whole idea here is minimum viable product, minimum effective dose. These are all concepts about the process so that the outcome can be good, right? Whatever that outcome is, it can happen efficiently and effectively if you focus on this process. In the lean startup or agile development, it's about, it's this idea of, of not creating the whole product right now, right away and launching, you know, putting years of work into something and launching it and going, oh crap, we created this wrong thing that the market doesn't want. No, it's about small steps, iterating, adapting as you create. And I just want to share with you how I kind of came, first came across this idea. I, I thought I invented this idea. <laughs> Little did I know this is the fundamental pillar behind performance psychology. But here's how I came across this concept first. I failed throughout my college wrestling career, failed to become an All-American, failed to achieve my dreams throughout, really throughout high school and college. I mean, I didn't even, my, my goal was to win the state championship in Pennsylvania, high school wrestling state championship. Didn't even, didn't win it, didn't even get on the podium, didn't even sniff it. And so I failed, got to college, continued my streak of failures. And at the end of my junior year, kind of at the end of the rope going, what else can I do, right? In my TEDx talk, I talk about, I can't run more miles. I can't lift more weights. I can't watch more film. There's not enough hours in the day. You can't possibly do more than I did. I wrestled, competed all summer long. I wrestled the different international styles, freestyle, Greco. I went to the Olympic training center. I worked wrestling camps all summer just so I could be on the mats all summer and training under different coaches and different workout partners, et cetera. I did everything you can possibly do for years and years on end, and it resulted in nothing but failure, not getting close to achieving my goal. And I'm not going to go too deep into, the, to, into this but because I've talked about this a little bit before, but at the end of my junior year, thinking, why can't I do this? Like, What's wrong with me? My solo goal that entire offseason was to discover what is it that Jim is missing? Am I not strong enough? Do I got to work on my agility, uh, my flexibility? Is it a certain positions that I got to work on finishing my shots, getting off bottom? What is it that I got to work on? I worked all summer. I asked these Olympians, these national champions, these elite level coaches, like, what's the one thing? Like, what am I missing? I would just pick their brains and pick their brains and pick their brains all summer long. And, and finally, I got to the night before the season starts, West Virginia Open. And I thought to myself, holy crap, Jim, it's here. You messed up. You didn't do it. You didn't figure it out. You didn't figure out that one thing that you were missing. And now, you're going into your senior year, year 17 of wrestling, and you're going to be always missing that one piece. So I gave up. Literally that night, I gave up. I gave up trying to chase the outcome. I said, you know what? I'm, since I never figured out what that answer is, I'm just going to enjoy this. I'm going to go out tomorrow morning. I'm going to wrestle my hardest. I'm going to wrestle all season and train and wrestle as hard as I can. And, and I'm, whenever, wherever the chips fall, that's where they fall. And I'm going to be satisfied and happy with that. It is what it is. You didn't figure out your missing piece. And, and so all you got to do now is just, just go out and compete. And whatever happens, happens. Because all you're doing is all you can do. And, and that's that. Little did I know that was the missing piece. Letting go of the outcome and focusing on the process. I went out the next morning. I went 5-0 and that day. Destroyed everybody. I had a blast. I had so much fun. I had the most fun competing that I'd ever had. In 17 years of competition, I had more fun than I'd ever had in my life. 
And the rest of the season was the same way. I had this fun, I just wrestled at this higher level all season long. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much. And it was because I let go of trying to get the title, the championship, the, the status. I said, forget it. I just went for the journey and the process. And I said, I'm just going to enjoy it. And that was it. That's how I discovered this. And I thought, man, I'm going to teach this to the world. Like this is some new concept. And then I got into coaching and I realized that, oh, okay, this is, this, is the whole con- this is the whole idea behind performance psychology. So I want to give you some real stuff to go on here. I don't want to leave you, leave you just with some stories and some hypotheticals and some theory here. I'm going to give you some concrete things to actually do. But first, just two bullet points on why. Why focus on the process, not the outcome? So number one, we want outcomes now. Like we see other people who have overnight success and we, th- we, uh, and, and we, we think that's possible for me too. And it is. There's more to their stories though, right? People are going to see like right now, my business is skyrocketing. It's just explode. It's like, it's like I just injected it with steroids. It is so much, it is so much fun right now and, and things, are, things are really, really taking off. And people are going to look at me and my success and my career and the way it's going right now and go, man, overnight success, I can do that too. Just like Jim, it's going to be like, man, I'm just going to quit my job and go for it. Jim just quit his job, went for it, and and now it's taken off. No, (laughs) no. I mean, for anybody who's been following me for any length of time, you know, this has been years in the making. I focused on the process, and the process was absurd. It was absurd. I would wake up early. I would do coaching calls. I still do coaching calls early, like 6 o'clock in the morning, 6.30 in the morning. I do them. I used to do them while I was driving to work, to and from work. The absurdity of my schedule was beyond what most people can comprehend. Now, listen, it wasn't hard work. I know it sounds silly. It was inspired action because I followed my own system. I took my own medicine, realized I, I learned what was important to me. I created a life built upon that. And I enjoyed, if I was still working, if I was still in my job doing this as a side business, I would still be happy. I was happy then. I was grateful then. And I'm happy and I'm grateful now. And you have to do the same thing. Look around you. My goodness, if you're in America, you've already won. Like That's all the outcome you need. And no matter where you listen, I know I have listeners all around the world. You've already won too. At some level, you're listening to a podcast right now. You've got blessings in your life. So understand what you've got right now, right? Here's what I'm getting to. And then first, why? If you focus on the outcome, you're going to give up too easily because it's hard. Anything that you are trying to achieve that's meaningful is hard. Nothing worth doing is easy. And so you're going to have failures. You're going to have setbacks. But if you focus on the process, not the outcome, you're going to be happy and you're going to keep going. Okay. So that's the first why. Here's the second of two before I get into the house. Maybe maybe you want to lose 20 pounds, let's say. And it turns out, and you're okay, you're focused on the process, not the outcome. If you want to lose 20 pounds, turns out you only lose 10 pounds. You failed. But in the process, you put on like several pounds of muscle and you've become leaner and you've discovered this thing called weightlifting or CrossFit or whatever. You've discovered this other sort of workout thing and you're like, man, I love doing this, this thing. 
And so it's really not about the 20 pounds. It's about becoming healthier. And here we go. Now, the, now you've, you've focused on the process and the outcome is not the outcome that you wanted because you didn't lose the 20 pounds. You lost 10 pounds, but you're actually healthier because you're becoming leaner. You're putting on more, you lost some fat, you put on some muscle, you become more fit. That is the process. So here's the bullet point number two under why. The process can lead to different outcomes. The process can lead to different outcomes. The process may not lead to the outcome that you're looking at right now. But if you focus on the process, as you go down that path, work going towards some outcome, if your eyes are open, if you're, if you're open to new paths, new avenues, you might just lift your head up and go, well, son of a gun, I was looking at that outcome, but I'm, this one over here to my right, this one's actually pretty good. It might even be better. So those are a couple of whys. All right, let me give you some hows. All right, I'm going to give you four of these. No, so, so now in my research for this, this episode, by the way, I have more time to do some research. I love doing research before I get into especially these solo episodes. So it really helps. I'm going to be bringing you better, even better content than before. But in my research, I found this article that talked about why you should stop setting goals and focus on the process, not the outcome, right? It's like, why, like don't set goals. That's stupid, right? So you get a lot of these contrarian you know, blog posts and articles, they're just clickbait, you know? It's like, why you should stop setting goals? That's bull crap. You shouldn't stop setting goals. You should still have outcomes that you're aiming for. Not telling you to not have outcomes and not telling you not to have goals. This is a fundamental truth. We learned this from Stephen Covey and the seven habits of highly effective people. And it's this, start with the end in mind. You have to have that. I want to double my salary. I want to get the raise. I want to fix my marriage. I want to start the business. I want to run the marathon. If you don't, if you don't have that outcome in mind, you know, if it's losing 20 pounds, you're never going to discover weightlifting and discover some other lifestyle that you want to live. If you don't have the outcome of running the marathon, it's not just going to happen, right? It's not just going to, you're not just going to end up, oh no, no, I didn't have this outcome in mind, you know, of running a marathon, but I just accidentally ran a marathon. No, it's not going to happen. You have to have that goal, not just the goal, but tether that goal to something that you value. Like, why do I want to run the marathon? Why do I want to double my salary? Like, what's the point? If you don't have one, there's not a point for it. If it's not tethered to a core value, something that's important to you, then your first, first time you face obstacles, adversity, setbacks, you're going to give up. You're going to have a harder time getting out of bed early, harder time, time staying late at work, staying late at the office, staying up late, doing the extra workouts, walking past the donuts in the break room. You don't tether your, your goal, your outcome, something that matters to you, then, then you're going to struggle. So bullet point number one here of how to do this. Start with the end in mind. Set a goal. Set a goal. You have to do that. And then you reverse engineer the process. Okay. You know, it would be making a million dollars a year, five years from now. Okay. What's the process? What is the pro what's, what's step one? Okay. Read this book. Step one is, you know, sign up for this group, join this group, join this uh, organization, start the business, go get the training I need, get the degree, get the education, commit to the thing, whatever that thing is, right? So start with the end of mind. Okay, that's the outcome. Second one. Now, this is a must. As you focus on the process, right? You're focusing on, 
you know, the number of phone calls you have to make, the number of miles you have to run this week, or whatever that process is for you, while you're focused on the process, you have to regularly step back and see the roadmap. You have to regularly step back, again, look at your outcome, get a compass bearing on it. Ah, okay, it's, it's, it's 30 degrees that way. I need to adjust course. You need to step back regularly, zoom out, course correct, then get back to the process. Now, if you've been listening for any length of time, you know what this is called. It's called a productive pause. And what is a productive pause? It is this. Here's the definition. It's a short period of focused reflection around specific questions that leads to clarity of action and peace of mind. That's a productive pause. Step back and say, okay, am I on track? What is working right now? What's not working right now? What's the one thing that if I were doing that would most move me towards that outcome? Okay, answer those questions. Get back to the process. Get back to the nitty gritty. Put the work gloves back on, roll your sleeves up, and get back to work. But the productive pause is the second how. That's a must. All right, number three. I want you to think about the most successful person ever. Who is that to you? I know who it is to me. It's Jesus. And why? It's a, this is me, personal. He had influence. He had the all-time best-selling book written about him. He could cure people. He had the rich and the famous either following him or wanting to kill him, right? which is another sign of influence. Everybody knew his name. He could have anything he wanted. But here's the thing. What did he do? How did he live his life? He served. He did nothing but serve. So that's the third bullet point is focus on serving others. Think about Gandhi. Think about Mother Teresa. Think about Nelson Mandela. Shoot, think about Steve Jobs and Richard Branson and Elon Musk for that matter. What are they doing? They're serving. They're serving. Right? Now, that may not have been their explicit goal to serve, but in some way it was. You look at everything that these, these folks have created and they did in their lives, it was all about service. It wasn't about them. Yeah, sure, there's, there's some egos there, absolutely. But they're creating things to serve something bigger, something greater. Serve, service, focusing on service. How can I be of service? To others? How can I give? The whole go-giver mentality. That's number three. All right, number four, last one. Failure is an option. I'm going to say it again. Failure is an option. That is a direct quote from world champion Jaden Cox, world champion wrestler, episode 176. Guess what? You can fail. That's okay. That is part of the process. You have to live by this. You can't just you know, listen to a podcast called Success Through Failure and say, oh, yeah, yeah, I get successful. You can't just tell your kids that, that it's a good idea. You know, If you're a teacher or a coach, you can't just tell your students or your athletes that. What about you? It's not just a good dose of medicine for them. What about you? How about your failures? How about your setbacks? How about your adversity? How about your excuses? Failure is an option for you too. It's okay. 
It's part of the process. I promise you, go back and listen to any episode, any episode, pick one, any interview that I've done. Failure is an option. (laughs) It's part of it. So get used to it. Embrace that. Understand it. So that's it. Those are the four for you. So number one, start with the end in mind. Number two, build in regular productive pauses. By the way, do those weekly and do those monthly, certainly annually. Start with the annual one, setting your goals, setting your plan for the year, scale that back, and then, then you look at every month, and then you look back at every week, How do I, you know, planning your week, et cetera. Those are your productive pauses. Number three, serve. How do I serve? Who can I serve? How can I give? Like Zig Ziglar said, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, he said, if, you know, you'll get anything you want. You can have anything you want if you can help another, enough other people get what they want. That's not my quote. That's Zig Ziglar. Number four, failure is an option. Get used to it. Get used to it. Again, Jaden Cox, episode 176. Awesome episode with one of the best on the planet at what he does. I hope you internalize these. Now, listen, I'm going to have these as an action plan PDF. Go ahead and grab it. Share it with a friend. Uh, By the way, if you get value out of this episode, I appreciate if you share this with a friend too. Share it with one person. Share it with someone who you think needs this message or uh, you can share it on on Facebook. You can share it on Twitter. And and you can go to jimharshojr.com slash share. You can hit retweet there. You can share it on Facebook. You can share it on LinkedIn. So I'd appreciate it if you do that, uh, either that and or, or uh, give me a, a rating and or review, rating and review on iTunes. That always helps as well. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, until next time, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success. 